Are you ready to hack your time? I'm Vicky and I am obsessed with course correcting everything that you've been taught about how to use your time because I know that you can create more success while having more fun and taking more rest. I went from doing all the things, working 80 hour weeks to creating a 15 hour work week. Listen and learn how to hack your time never have to say that you don't have time ever again. You too will learn how to accelerate without doing more today. Hi lovely people, today we are talking about being tired. So for all of you that say this a lot, I'm coming for you with love to help you create the life that you want. So there are two types of tired, right? We can be physically tired or mentally tired and we can feel physically tired from working out, for example. And we can feel mentally tired in our brain and this can come from indecision, trying to please everyone, doubting ourselves, ongoing mental negotiations, negative self-talk, fighting anxiety. You get it. There's a lot of places it can come from. And today I'm gonna talk about both. And being tired comes up a lot for all of us as a reason to not do things. And before we go into it today, I do want to remind you that the last thing I am telling you to do is hustle or burn out. This episode is intended to come after you have heard me talk about making decisions, like scheduling decisions and planning decisions from kindness, from plenty of time offness (laughs) and I know some of you listening like to do all the things all the time and that's not fucking useful so be clear this is not an episode telling you to hustle harder drain your energy and spiral into burnout less really is more so once you've committed to doing less planning for plenty of time off as well as time on then tiredness comes up And that's where this podcast meets you. And that's even where that podcast met me today. (laughs) Um, So we think being tired is a problem. It's a stop sign, a reason not to continue. And so when we feel tired, we stop doing what we are doing. We negotiate on our plans, our calendars, the decisions that we made ahead of time, and we change course. Like this morning, my brain literally was like, we don't have to do this today. We could just not do anything today and just take a break. We need a break. We're tired. It literally said that. So I am right there with you. It can show up for you in other ways, like scrolling social media as a break from work. It can show up in napping in the afternoon when we have shit that we want to get done. Um, Being tired just shows up as this really important priority that must be solved immediately. And this makes sense, evolutionarily speaking. We didn't want to be tired when we were living in the wild, relying on our bodies to carry us, fuel us, protect us. Not resting when we were tired would have literally cost lives. And that programming still exists in us. Being tired means stop immediately, rest, slow down. But the truth is in our modern day world with our modern day activities, we can get shit done and be tired. The shit we need to get done is pretty different to what we used to get done back in the day. And to add to that, we have loads of amazing inventions 
creating more and more every day that make our lives a lot easier on our energy than it used to be. Thank you. Cars, supermarket, elevators, not to mention like hundreds of apps, all the things. So we can feel tired and write an email or even just dictate one on our phone. We can feel tired and do a food shop. We can feel tired and cook a meal. That's a big one. I am too tired to cook. And for each of you that say it, I get it. I've said it. But I also know it's physically possible to feel tired and cook. Sorry if you are feeling called out. I share this with love because being mindful that our brains think being tired is dangerous explains why they are highly motivated to have us stop doing anything. But you always get to decide. Like you get to decide to listen or to not listen. When I do push-ups, yes, I am doing push-ups these days, my body starts telling me to stop after three and I can do at least 15. People continue to work out when their body is tired all the time. And last year I heard for the first time about ultra runners. They run races up to 100 miles at a time. This blew my mind, by the way, because I literally thought this was impossible, like not physically possible. Wasn't on my radar as a possibility that people could run for 100 miles. My brain starts complaining about 60 seconds in. So I always love finding out that things are possible that I once thought was impossible. And obviously I'd believe that that was just an impossible thing, an impossibility in the world. So there you go, sharing that with you. So I had a client that had been doing ultra running for years. And when we coached, she told me that she was not able to run 5K. Like it just wasn't happening. And when I asked her why, she said, because she was tired, she was feeling tired. And I then asked her if she had ever run tired before. Like, I can't imagine running 100 miles completely untired, if that's even the word. But again, I don't know. I've not done it. And until I knew about it, I thought it wasn't even physically possible. So I'm definitely not the expert on ultra running. Her brain broke. She said, I run tired all the time. It's what I do. It's not a problem. So the only difference was that she'd started to believe that feeling tired was a reason to stop or a reason to not even get started. And that is the real problem when we decide something's a problem. So when we start to think being tired is a problem, we negotiate on everything we had planned. We shift our plans and our schedules to conserve our energy for, you know, our next forage into the wild to find food. And our brains think this is life or death and we believe it. But being tired isn't a stop sign. You can get shit done and be tired. It's the story we create around being tired that makes the difference. And when we make being tired a problem, we get frustrated with ourselves. Notice that we don't need to make being tired a problem to decide to not do things in that day. We can just decide to not do it. But when we make being tired a problem, we start to get frustrated. And that frustrated, that frustratedness, that frustration adds more tiredness. Then we start to look at our plans for the day with a filter of being tired and frustrated and we negotiate on all of them through there. And this is increasing our decision-making activity. 
What should we do? What shouldn't we do? How long should we do it for? Should we take a break? When should we take a break? Is this even important? Why is this on here anyway? All the questions. And you can guess what all those questions create? More tiredness. And this increased tiredness leads to likely poor decision-making, where we negotiate, change our mind, start one thing, decide to start another thing, get confused, doubt ourselves. Then we go into questioning all the little things, like what should I eat when it spirals and catches on to all that it can see. And then everything is open, like game day, floodgates opened. So we are turning up the dial on our brain's activity without accomplishing anything, like zero increased output, draining our gas without moving forward at all, which creates more frustration. And so the loop continues. It's not helping at all. And then sometimes people will tell me they make up for it by working in the evening. So then not giving themselves proper wind down time and rest time, which can feed into worse sleep and then feeling tired tomorrow. So we are all up in the tired loop, spinning round and round, not creating anything useful, instead creating a shitty relationship with ourselves, lots of self-judgment and mean talk, lots of indecision and doubt. And this is all optional. What if being tired isn't a problem? What if you can get shit done today with being tired? What if you can decide that you aren't gonna get shit done today? Like, there are gonna be certain times when getting shit done is not going to be an option. So I am not suggesting that anyone make themselves ill over this. But 90% of the time, being tired will not be a stop sign. Especially when you've scheduled yourself plenty of time off. Evenings, weekends, non-negotiable. I cannot stress this enough. Schedule your time off. Take it even when you didn't get everything finished on time. Our time off is just not non It's just not non-negotiable. It's just non-negotiable ever. And when you follow that rule, you stop procrastinating your days away. You are your priority. Treat your brain and your body sustainably. You are going to be together for a very long time. So once you know you are taking plenty of time off and you find yourself feeling tired, we can decide it isn't a problem. We can still follow through on the decisions we made, get the things done, not add any new decision-making or negotiations to our plate, getting through the day and getting shit done. I was actually coaching one of my clients recently on her tired tantrums, that's what she called them, and her brain was telling her that everything was a negotiation, which was ironically tiring her out. So she didn't know how long her morning errands would take. This is this is how it started. So then she couldn't plan her afternoon. So she was carrying around, I don't know, and her unfulfilled to-dos, along with uncertainty that she would even get things done that day, which was all tiring her out. And then add to this, she had judgment for staying up late the previous night and that I shouldn't and I shouldn't have around that. So more judgment, more doubt, more frustration, more negotiation more tiredness. It's basically maths. (laughs) I see everything as a formula. This is a really clean and clear formula. So I told her to remember that she's a grown ass woman and she can do what the fuck she wants. And if she wants to stay up late, she can. No drama. If you are listening to this and you think staying up late is bad, know that you are choosing that. You are not a kid. You are an adult. You set the bedtime. This is your official permission. 
own it. You set the schedule, you live with the results of those decisions. It's not morally bad to sleep in late. It's up to you. I also then asked her what she wanted to think about being tired. She said she just wanted to think that being tired wasn't going to stop her. And as I coached her around it, we built her belief that this was already true. And the week after, when we coached, she'd lived it. She'd been tired. It wasn't a problem. She had way more energy by not arguing with it, was crazy productive. And when she gave herself permission to stay up until whatever time she wanted, she actually found herself going to sleep sooner. That's available for all of you. What do you want to make it mean if you are tired? Or if you don't get the number of hours of sleep you want to? What time do you want to get to sleep? Are you able to get shit done on your list while you are feeling tired? Like really write those questions down. I should have said that before I gave the questions, but you can rewind, write those questions down, answer them, save yourself the negotiation, the indecision, the drama, and get more done even when you feel tired. And remember, for those of you that like to do all the things, this is not a permission slip to burn out and add more things and hustle. That's the last thing this is. Hey, if you want to get five hours a week back minimum for life, then I want to invite you to join Time Hackers. It's this podcast on speed where you'll get access to time hacking tools not shared on the podcast. You'll get access to my proven process for hacking your time to get five hours back every week at least. It's also my favorite place to hang out and will be yours too as you connect with other time hackers where you'll get celebrated, supported and coached of course. You are a time hacker. This is where you belong. Head to vickilouise.com forward slash group. I can't wait to see you there.